Keith Thurman is from Clearwater. He is the WBA welterweight champion, and he's got a fight coming up Saturday, July 11th at 6.30 at the USF Sundome. That's one of the televised fights, right? Like uh, the, the NBC's been doing? Yes, yes. I'm throwing on the NBC properties. What is his record now? 22? 26 and 0. 26? One no contest. And 0. O is for no losses <laughs> Whatsoever. That's what that O stands for. And 21 of his wins by knockout. Look at Dan Birmingham. He's still so sexy after all these years. Listen to me. I I watched you fight. Uh, how are you, first of all? Good to see you, buddy. Good morning. It's great Good morning to you. You look thrilled to be up this early in the morning. What's the worst you've been hurt in a fight? I believe it was early on in my career uh, at the L.A. Staples Center. Uh-huh. Oscar was... Uh, sitting ringside and I was dropped with the opening punch. Oh, were you like my career's over? All the training for nothing. <laughs> right away. If I wasn't able to stand up, that's exactly yeah, what yeah. was going through my mind. To be honest with you, I remember you know, having my hands and my knees on the blue canvas, looking at the blue canvas and thoroughly cussing myself out. Uh-huh. How can I let myself be in the, all the training that I did and look where I am now, opening punch. And that's exactly what I said. I said, look where I am now. Yeah. I stood up. This man hit me so hard on the right side of my head that when I stood up, my left eye was blurry. Really? I said, God gave you one good eye. Uh-huh. You're going to march over there. And you're going to, you know, yeah. get this mofo Similar out of thing happened to me. And I got up and I said, ah! <laughs> and I ran away. He said, you are going to run <laughs> and you are going to hide. I don't think your career was on the line. No, it was not. How old were you? Uh, I was uh, in my early 20s. Um, Such a long time ago. I know, right? 26. When, what's that, like, what's that uh, like when you walk out there in your early 20s to the goddamn Staples Center? And you're going to fight in front of all those people in a uh, huge market like that. And, you you know, this is your welcome to the world, man. you got to be crapping your pants. Well, it was beautiful to be in the arena. Um, it would have been more beautiful if there was more in attendance at the time. Oh, yeah. I was on the undercard. It was a non-televised event. Um, see, that's where people... was Robertson. People can go on BoxRec, and you can see early on. Oh, see the... You can click on it. And there's a small summary on what went down in that fight. Really? So what happened? You get back up, you got one eye, and you're like, I'm going to kill this guy. I knock him down that round, right. the second round, and the third round, and then the referee stops the fight. Oh, see? And now you're like, this is more the way I pictured my he career He wanted going. to keep fighting, and I couldn't calm down. I uh, wanted to keep fighting. <laughs> I was waiting for him to bypass the referee to keep fighting. Uh-huh. My adrenaline was pumping so much, I literally went into what I call Hulk mode. Uh, Hulk mode? I've never I've never experienced nothing like it. The adrenaline from after a knockdown, I mean, I was in terrific shape, but yeah. the adrenaline that I felt that night, I literally fought those whole three rounds on adrenaline alone. You're, you're amazing to watch. I watched your last fight on TV, uh, and, and I, I mean, a lot of times when there's boxing on, you'll tune in to the later rounds if you don't know who's fighting and you just want to see what happened, you know. I, I started watching the beginning and I watched the whole the whole thing. I loved that it looked like for a second he may have he may have had your number for his not that he was gonna knock you out, but he may have studied you enough to know and then boom, you just adjust and just start whipping his ass. And and for a guy who's got so many knockouts under your belt, that's gotta give you such confidence going into the ring. You need that while you're in there. You can't be scared of the guy you're fighting, right? You know, I know at all times, 
I'm the big fish. Yeah. I'm the most dangerous guy in the ring. And it does. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel very confident. Um, but, you know, at this level, we are all world-class fighters. So I train. And like you said, I'm prepared to make adjustments because at the end of the day, I want to outclass you, outwork you, outperform you, all in all. Now, I talked to you about this when you were younger, when you came in the studio. Don't F this up. You got this going so good. You know, you don't want to do drugs. You don't want to get any girls pregnant. You don't want to be messing with white girls on the weekend. I'm just saying, get all those things out of the way. And uh, but seriously, um, how old were you when you when you started? When you who who was the first person to see you and went, this kid has talent above everybody else. Well, that would be Ben Getty. And where did Ben where did Ben find you? Did you go to him or did he or did somebody say, hey, you got to check out this Thurman kid? Ben Getty found me by putting on a boxing exhibition at Bel Air Elementary in Clearwater, Florida. Right. Ben Getty at the time was the head custodian of that elementary school. Really? That's right. He had permission from the principal to do this boxing exhibition for the after-school YMCA program. And anybody who wanted to sign up could do so. I signed up instantly after seeing the exhibition. There was this... Um, the smallest kid in our school who was this little white boy in my class, he was in the same grade as mine, Ben called him up on stage and they did mitt work together. This boy threw so much hands. He had combinations out the yin-yang. Nobody <laughs> knew little boy could do that. Right. Luckily, he was a good kid. He made a lot of friends, but if he had enemies, man, he would have handled his business. <laughs> <laughs> so you see that and then you, uh, and what do you do? Like, do you go up to Ben and say, hey, I want to try this or what? Well, I did, I did what was advised, which is take the paperwork home, have your mother sign it, come to the school, and talk to Ben Getty. Right. So my mother did that, and she told him prior, you know, that my son's a, a natural athlete. And he says, yeah, you know. Every, every say parent that. says that, yeah. Two weeks later, he comes back, and he says, yeah, your boy's pretty athletic. Right. You know. Uh, summer hits. So when summer hits, the school program is no longer in session. When it was in session, we were training every other day. And eventually we had a meet up during the summertime at the local Ross Norton Recreation Center. Um, at that time, it's not the facility that it is today. There was an outdoor basketball court. We would jump rope on the outdoor basketball court, and then we would get in a circle together, hold hands, and put two people in the middle of that, and that was our boxing room. Oh, man. So the park and rec saw what Ben Getty was doing with these uh, kids, and they took him in. He created Clearwater Boxing. And that's how it all got started, man, right there at Ross Norton Red, Clearwater, Florida, Ben Getty. Um, by the time I was 13 years old, I started knocking out grown men. When I was 14 no. years old, Ben said, you have all that it takes to be world champion, boy. He would take me around to Tampa, and he told everybody yeah. that we all He, he loved you, today. man. So, so wait a second. At 13, who, who were you fighting at 13? Did you get in there and spar with, with adults or guys in their 20s? Yeah, I was sparring uh, local professionals. Really? And, um, you know, not... No wonder why you're off. so confident. Uh, by the time I was, you know, 15, 16, I'd been in the ring with Winky Wright, Jeff Lacey, Antoine Echols, Chad Dawson. Oh, man. You know, I mean... I remember when we used to go over to the gym, and I and after a while, I was like, man, I could hit this bag. I can... I'm, I'm like, hit, I'm a big guy. I don't even know if this bag is heavy enough for me. Then all of a sudden, one day, you came in there... And you hit that bag, and I thought thunder was happening in the side of the room. And when you hit it, the bag bent like this. And I went, I can't hit that goddamn bag at all. You were I, you were amazing. And then I, I remember that they uh, were shooting some TV on you one day, and they were like, hey, get in the ring with him. 
Shall we? And I go, no, no, not at all. I don't want to be anywhere. And they're like, no, just for the TV. I go, no, because then what if he gets excited and he hits me? I'm like, I don't want to yeah. do this. That's just dumb. Okay, so uh, so now you're now you're undefeated. You got Mayweather looming out there. Are you afraid that you may never get a chance to fight him? You know, I mean, it's very possible. You know, he's he doesn't want to ruin the it. King of the division, right? right? He doesn't want to ruin his record. He doesn't want to ruin his reputation. Getting knocked out you by know, a kid. He he loves ringing out America for all the money for you know zero entertainment value, right? You know that was so. a boring ass fight. The Pacquiao fight was a boring ass fight. You know Pacquiao we did a fight before those fights. Listen, we should Dan. We should have had you involved in this. We did Mike Caldas punch out at Ferg's where we had fights live before the fight, and our fights were more entertaining. I mean, granted, we had two transsexuals fighting each other. We had, <laughs> we had Carmen fighting another hot girl. But uh, then the, the Pacquiao-Mayweather uh, fight, and basically we just saw them run around. Well, Pacquiao threw punches, and then that was it. We all went, really? That's what we waited for all this time? For $125 million. Yeah. 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 So if you get in there... If you get that opportunity, you realize you're going to have to knock him out. You're going to let you're going to you're going to let the world down if you don't knock him out. We're all going to do the same thing. Yeah, you know, I say the easiest way of beating Mayweather is knocking him out. It's the know? only way, but it's also the hardest way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, he's highly skilled. He he hates being hit. And he's what do you do? How do you catch invasive. him? How do you get him when nobody else can? Well, you know, me and Dan, you know, we would we would work on our um, on our faint game, our stutter step. You know, um, don't be so predictable. He loves to uh, bend down to the right a little bit. If he's not using his shoulder roll, he likes to bend down. When he bends down, I say that he's vulnerable to a half hook, half left uppercut, which is a beautiful punch that I love throwing. Yeah. I love throwing it against him and connecting him right on the chin. Do you realize how great that would be? You'd get a video game if you knock out. <laughs> yeah, Seriously. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you'd be on the cover of a video game if that happened. Just like Mike Tyson punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember Buster Douglas got one for like five minutes. They had a Buster Douglas <laughs> video game. But no, seriously, that would be the biggest upset in boxing. Here's it's it's here. Uh, look, I'm going to give this kid a chance. He's up and coming. I'm on my way out. Let's give the kid a chance. We'll see what I got. And boom, you knock him out. Holy crap, that would be fantastic. It'd be beautiful. Um, I've worked my whole life to try to create a legacy. Yeah. And Floyd Mayweather right now is currently a legend. So I say the best way to create a legacy is to go through a legend that's right and, and you know you know in boxing i believe that it's necessary to pass the torch or like you said give the young boy a shot yeah i'm currently ranked number five in the world under floyd mayweather and that makes me the highest ranked american fighter underneath floyd mayweather oh, and then, else so then if he goes out of america he's a communist if he's gonna fight, if he fights anybody but an American, he's an un-American hero. You ever lay in bed at night, seriously, by yourself, laying in bed and, and think, "I'm the fifth toughest boxer in the world." How no. great that is! No, I think I'm the first. Oh yeah, yeah I'm the best, baby. <laughs> they just have I'm a rank, baby. Yeah. You know, you know what though? With the way you come across, you don't come across cocky. You come across very confident. Like uh, you, you see some athletes, and you're like, "I'm the best in the world. I'm the greatest." And you know, I, obviously, Ali was a great showman, but um, uh, for a young kid, when the young kids start saying they're the best in the world, you're like, look at this punk. They don't get that feeling from you. You just feel like you've worked long and hard, and you, you are getting what you deserve. I honestly feel that way. Yeah, to be honest, I actually feel, when, when I lay down and I say, man, you know, they got you at number five, I feel... Like, I'm number two underneath Mayweather. Right. And all I need is that shot with Mayweather to prove if I'm number one or not. I watched the uh, the fight. I actually watched the, the replay of the fight again. 
Uh, where you fought? Who, Guerrero, Guerrero, Guerrero. Guerrero. Okay. Who fought Mayweather? Right. Uh, I watched the replay of that fight, and then I went to um, to Google and started googling some stuff over it because I was trying to figure out how much you got paid for that fight. So it was on. It was on TV. Mm-hmm. It was on NBC. I don't know anything about boxing, but I figured if he got a he got a kid, he's he's undefeated. He's fighting on TV. He's fun to watch. Couple hundred, one point five million dollars. Bravo, <laughs> yeah, my man. Thank that you, is man. fantastic. <laughs> thank you. What and and then out of that, and I'm not asking all your business, but how many guys you have to pay out of that? Um, it's not bad, man. At the end of the day, you know, I probably walk away with seventy percent. Oh, that's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. What are you not wasting it on stuff, right? What are you What are you driving? I steal my Toyota Prius. Man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> That's right, man. I told myself, you know, let's make some more, let's make a few more uh, M's this year. Yeah. Right? And then for my birthday, um, I'm thinking about going fully electric. I'm really liking that Tesla. Oh, my nice. God. Look at this I'm kid. That Tesla. He cares about the environment. <laughs> he wants a nice car. You go there. You plug it in while you're working out. I like that, man. That is so good. That is good. Now, let's go back to the other important question. Girlfriends. Where are we at on that? Uh about to be going on three years strong with with one girl. Same girl. All right, good. How, three years. Still right, no were, kids. Yeah, still but no you kids. were still. I'm trying to figure out what level of fame she got in at. You were you were still doing pretty good at three years. I had my. Uh, I was I was on HBO. Okay, I was fresh on HBO. All right, all right, that's cool. For HBO, get in there before you're a full on household name. You know what I mean? Before the video game. That's what you got it before the video game, so you know that she loves you for you. And your Prius. That's right. Does she ever whisper in your ear? You know, you're on HBO. You should buy yourself a Mercedes Benz. Oh, no, nah, she okay, good. steers me away from uh, Good, good. Then you got the right, the, uh, the right thing. I, I'm super happy for your success. I'm totally bummed out that the fight that you're fighting is uh, the week that I'm on vacation and I'm out of the country. Or else oh, I would man. be there. I was, I was going to, to try and guilt you guys into letting me walk you to the ring. I was going to be like, remember Rocky had a little fat Pauly with him? I wanted <laughs> yeah. to be your fat Pauly walking to the ring. I wanted everybody to go, what, what is that guy doing there? <laughs> it would have made uh, worldwide attention. But uh, I, I'm going to be out of the goddamn country. This is going to be fantastic. Who is this uh, Louis Colazzo? Is he a good fighter? Yeah, he's a good fighter. He's a veteran. He's been in with plenty of world-class fighters. He's fought the likes of Sugar Shane Mosley. Um, nobody at the elite level has uh, technically stopped him. Right. You know, so I'm looking forward to that challenge, um, his durability. Um, he's from New York, you know. Don't say it like that. Like, yeah, I'm no. from New York. <laughs> I mean, New York New York has great boxing history. Okay, that's, that's what, what I, I said. You say. see, I got a Mike Tyson t-shirt on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike's from New York. There's a lot of... Um, I know a lot of great fighters from New York, you know, so I, I respect New York, um, you know, in their in their fight game. Uh, when you Colazzo, see- Colazzo's another southpaw, so I've been telling people that, you know, you should look forward to a similar performance to the Robert Guerrero fight. Yeah, and uh, and if you if it's up to you, you just want to knock him out right away, that's your thing? If it's up to me, it'll be over in four rounds. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I like that. I mean, it's fans. It's what we want to see. Yeah, one, it, two, three, four is done. Yeah, nobody, uh, nobody. That's why UFC gets popular. Is nobody wants to see a twelve round decision. We want to see somebody at least bleed somewhere by the fourth round. So just blood, keep, guts, sweat, blood, tears, yeah, something. Yeah. That's what America's all about. That's right. We want to. We want to see somebody cry. We want to see you hit a guy in his liver and him go to one knee and just hear his whole family go. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's what we want. That's what I want. Yeah. I want that liver shot this fight. The Spanish liver shotted. Uh, Spanish fought in the boxing yeah, match. Yeah, it was yeah. fantastic. And we thought it was going to be a joke. And then Spanish hit the guy in the in right in the liver. And the guy went, boom, right <laughs> down. Crazy. And the fight was yeah, over. It was crazy. I yeah. never experienced anything like that. It was good. He was cool for like five yeah. minutes. <laughs> uh, you need to go see this fight. And you need to support Keith Thurman. Not only is he a good kid and a great fighter, but he's right here from Clearwater. Yeah, I, he's been fighting here since he was 13 years old. And it, what a great story to see come out and, and uh, keep going as strong as you have. Uh, SundomeArena.com is where you can get tickets. It's Saturday, July 11th. It starts at 6.30. And the Sundome is is a big arena. They've done a lot of um, add-ons to it. They've made it really nice. But it's also a great place to see boxing because it's not that big. It's right. not so big that no matter where you sit, you're going to still see they're still going to look like humans when you when you see them. Was this part of your guys' decision bringing it to uh, Tampa since you're from here and since you're uh, you know the title fight here or the uh, headlining fight? You know, I made the request to my manager Al Heyman a long time ago. You know, I would love to bring a fight back home. And you know, he's done it for some of his other fighters right. and we're champ now. We've been champ for a while. And he sprung this on me, man. It was a really nice surprise. I wasn't sure where the venue was going to be, and he he held it back from me. And then all of a sudden, I hear, um, you know, we're looking at two different arenas in Tampa, Florida for you. And, you know, I was just 100% excited, man. I got a lot of friends and family that hasn't seen me fight in many years. I started my professional career right here in Tampa Bay, yep. performing at the Alucard Pavilion. Uh -huh. So I know that there's a lot of people that are going to remember those days of Keith One Time Thurman and that are going to come out and uh, give me their love and support. You know, I Yeah, but you know what the problem is? They're also going to call you up and be like, yo, it's a Pookie from third grade. I need tickets to go see the fight, right? You're going to get banged left and right for uh, for tickets you know i've been i've been sending everybody to Ticketmaster. you know I, <laughs> i'm not santa claus i don't have a big bag of tickets uh, uh, that's right that's down, what you, do. you know we're we're in the gym hard work dedication getting ready for this uh performance now you you still work out over at dan's place in st pete that's right man off of 49th street 14th avenue south that same little bungalow gym right there man. i drove by it the other day what something was different you paint outside or something something looked a little bit different yeah see it, it rained it <laughs> rained so wash it off a don't bit. don't tell me you made any improvements to the inside i don't want to hear about it. that is uh that is the gritty boxing gym that you see in every movie when every guy becomes fancy and builds a multi-million dollar gym in their house that's when they start sucking and then they have to go back to the gritty gym to get good again that's where you got to stay for the rest of your career in that in that box in St. Pete with the horrible air conditioning, that's the right. constant smell, <laughs> and the shower that's got uh, some sort of disease swirling down the drain. There, <laughs> don't ever change a thing. I think we upgraded the AC, so you oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I the only reason I don't go is because I don't want to be embarrassed anymore by twelve year old kids that are bending <laughs> the bag in front of me. Listen, Keith, one time Thurman, he is uh, from Clearwater. He is killer. He's, I'll tell you, honestly, great to watch, man. Exciting to watch boxing again when you got a guy that knows at any second he's just going to knock a guy's face off. We're bringing it back, baby. We're yeah. bringing it back. And, and uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm sorry that I'm not going to be there for this. I will definitely be uh, watching it. But I, uh, the, the next fight, I'm going to hit you guys up. I'm going to get a robe. ESPN where you're at. You can tune in. Uh, I right now with uh, technology, I well, I'll NBC. Be there. I'll periscope it. Yeah, that's oh, the thing. Cool. Uh, NBC's got that uh, that app that you could watch all their events from no matter where you are. It saved me during hockey. It'll save me during during this deal, dude. Thank you very much for coming in, Dan. Good to see you. Uh, continued success to all of you guys. 
and um, we will be there to tell stories about how we knew you when you were young when you beat up Mayweather. I guarantee it. I'm going to make some stuff up and sell it to the, <laughs> the Inquirer. Thank you very much. We'll man. take a quick a break. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.